Today's episode of Game Notes is brought to you by Remarkably Remote, a new daily microcast from the experts at GoToMeeting all about making work from home work for you. With indispensable intel on how to stay sane, motivated, and productive at home, especially in these times, we're here to help you in this brave new remote working world. Find us on smart speakers or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. You can also listen at GoToMeeting.com slash tips. That's GoToMeeting.com slash tips. Welcome to the Game Notes Podcast, your Utah Jazz Podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm saying the word podcast a lot right now. I'm Zach Harper. That's Tony Jones. And Tony, we still don't have basketball. It's just ple- I'm just pleased to be on another podcast, another one of our podcasts. You know what I mean? Because we're saying podcast a lot. Yeah, we got to say podcast because that's what everything is now. It's a podcast. Like, it's a live be, stream. That could, be, that, that could be our word for basketball. So when we say podcast, we really mean basketball. Exactly, because it's not like we can talk about actual basketball anytime soon, because that is a long time away, Tony. Uh, we, uh, well, well, at first, I want to check in. How are you holding up? I am uh, doing fine. I just got finished doing a 40-minute home workout um, on YouTube, and um, you know, I had to catch my breath and get my wind and you know, all that good stuff, but you know, I'm, re- I'm, re- I'm raring to go. I mean, okay. you know, sitting here, uh, working, plugging away. There you go. All right. Well, uh, we decided to uh, to go out there and, and ask the people what they wanted to hear because you yes, know we're because all, we definitely it's about them at the end of the it's day. A, well, no, it's about us, but <laughs> they can provide content for us that makes yes. our job easier uh, because you know we can come out here and bloviate on anything we want, right? Like we can come out and talk about anything, but. Uh, we wanted to find out what the people wanted us to talk about. We had them ask questions. You can always ask questions to us. It doesn't just have to be when, uh, when we, when we throw out the prompt, you ha- you ask it on Twitter with the hashtag game notes, TA as in the athletic game notes, TA hashtag game notes, TA, and you can submit questions and we'll go through them and we'll, uh, answer them on these podcasts. Uh, before we get to the questions, Tony, um, are you pretending to give a damn about, uh, NBA players doing a 2k tournament or do you actually care? I don't care. Um, I'm I'm worried. I'm more upset that three days ago I lost um, my my league. Okay. Uh, and I was 33 years in. Mm. And it's and gone. I lost. I, it's gone. Oh no. Oh, it's terrible. Just for context, in those 33 years, I had just gotten to the, my Knicks to the point where we were winning 50 games. It took you 33 years. Took me th- it took me 33 years. Tony, how is that possible? <laughs> how did it take because you 33 I'm, years? I'm going to tell you exactly how it's possible because we had no draft picks. <laughs> we have no money. And we had a roster full of awful guys. Tony, you got you to gotta make some trades. You got to sign some dudes. I tried to trade everybody. Uh-huh. And the computer was saying no. <laughs> So I basically had to organically age the current roster out uh-huh. and rebuild. Man, that took you 33 years. It took me 33 years. It took me 31 years to get a 50-win season. This is staggering. Just it's absolute- kind of realistic. It's, it's kind of staggering in the realism of it. Right. No, like, it's I very to, realistic. I tried to trade, I tried to trade R.J. Barrett for, for, for uh 
for Devin Booker, and the computer came back to say the Phoenix Suns are no longer interested in negotiating. With wow. <laughs> wow. Um, I like, though, that you're a man of honor. You're not turning on trade override. No, I don't turn on. Like, listen, if, if you got to do it, you got to do it. Right? Some people, like, yeah, some people like listen. some people just want to stack the deck and they don't care. And that they still yeah, want to complain no, about the Warriors when Kevin Durant goes there. It's interesting how Ooh. that works. Uh, all right, let's Ooh. get to the yeah. I don't care about this two K tournament. I just like everyone. No, I don't like, care at all. Again, if you work for two K, you're a player. Like, sure, that like you get to kill some time. It's it brings about some sense of competition. But yeah, I did find uh, Demarcus Cousins uh, tweet at Ronnie Two K pretty funny. Though. Of course, of course, that's what happens when you what do you call him a call him a dick or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, yep. that's uh, yeah. You gotta watch what you gotta watch when you're on camera, Ronnie. And what are you doing? Ronnie, and then Ronnie Two K really copped the plea. He was like, "Bro, in a minute of work stress, I said something that was out of character. I'm sorry." I don't know if I believe Should've that. Seen. It was funny though. It's a yeah. very funny situation. Uh, but yeah, like that. I don't like watching other people play Two K. I'd love playing Two K, but the idea of watching other people play Two K is entirely boring to me. Yeah, just it doesn't, it doesn't do it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to these questions, Tony. Let's see where are we going to start out. Let's start out with uh, uh, let's start out with Western. Western, who is uh, at Epic Geezer. Given the slim chance the season comes back this year, what's the likelihood a small training camp is needed, or would they just pick up where they left off and start the postseason? Okay, so let's, let's attack this. Uh, do we think that the chance of coming back this season is slim? I would be shocked if it comes back this season. Okay, so we're so we're saying slim. Okay, they have to have they would have to have a at least a ten day or two week training camp um, before um, before they come back. Yeah, um, I don't otherwise. think I, I don't think people realize like how much these guys cannot be in anything close to game shape, even if they had a state of the art gym in their homes like right. they're not allowed to go well, to facilities like that like they they cannot stay in in basketball shape as is even if they have treadmills or anything like that's just not the same um the the i think the 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 startling thing about being in world-class shape is how fast you can get out of that shape yeah right like if you let's say you sprain an ankle and you're out for 10 days in those 10 days, you're out of game shape and you have to get back uh, in the game shape. That's why you see when guys come back from from a significant injury, that's why you see minute restrictions. So um, for the lead to come back, there has to be at least a 10 day, probably a two week training camp. And even after that. Uh, you're going to see some bad basketball when they do come back because guys don't, won't have any rhythm. Um, you know, I mean, this is extreme what these guys are going through right now. Uh, this is worse than being injured because even an injury, you can, you know, guys come into the gym, they get shots up, you know, they do pregame work, you know, when, you know, Luka Doncic did pregame work when, you know, does a lot of pregame work when he, he sprained his ankle. Um, there's no pregame work. There's no, you know, unless, unless you know, there's, there's, it's very hard for these guys to get shot up, shots up outside of them having home gyms, um, and you know, the the cardio that's needed to stay in the kind of shape 
um, that's needed for a 48 in, in minute NBA game is, is not even close to being there at this point. Yeah. Like I, I would expect a minimum of two weeks, uh, to try to get these guys back on the court and back in shape once they decide to come back. Like, I just, I don't think, I don't, I like it. I, it almost seems, um, entirely reckless not to give them time to try to do a crash course just to get them back close to the kind of shape they would need to be in to compete at that level so that brings me a question for you zach is there a drop dead is there a drop dead date where okay if we go past this date and there's no way for us to come back do we just scrap the season i mean i think by all accounts like whatever can't be accomplished by labor day right like that it would have to be over by labor day so you could have that to where things are happening in August. So I guess that means like sometime mid to late June could be the latest push. Cause I don't think you're like, if we get the season back, I, not all 30 teams are coming back. The teams that have nothing right. to play for, they're yeah. done. They're not going right. to, they're not going to get to play. We're games. going straight to the playoffs at this point. Right. Well, I mean, we I think it's, it's most likely we do. I do think there's a chance they can come back and give like the Pelicans, uh, the Blazers and who else is out there? The Kings a chance to like make one final push against Memphis for the eight seed. But my money would be on if it comes back. We're talking games with no fans, and we're talking um, just a few, maybe a few like kind of random regular season games with the sixteen teams left. You know, the sixteen playoff mm-hmm. teams that are that are in current mm-hmm. position. Get them a couple of games in before the playoffs start. Right, and then from there we're talking a quick playoffs. Like we're not getting best of seven. Right? We maybe the finals would be we're best of seven, but like, I think we're talking three, like, three, five, five. I th- that's what I think would happen. I think that's the maximum of playoff games that we could have. Or five, three, three. five, seven, seven. No, there's no. I I don't think we're getting a single seven game series because you still got to work it in with the you know the arena dates and everything. Um, although if they go to the one, See, there's th- the idea threes that, are just to me threes are just way too short. You can't do a three. Oh, I I agree. I think you got it. I agree, but I, I think just, you could do five. I don't know that they have a chance or have a choice. You know, I mean, I guess if the, it depends on when this season comes back. If, if it comes you back. if you come, let's say you come back, let's say we would come back mid July, right? Yeah, I think you could do you could do fives and you can do every other day, or maybe you can do fives and if and if you need to, you can do a couple back to backs. You just have to do some back to backs. Yeah, and obviously, but that may be dangerous if these guys aren't in basketball shape, right? Like right, I just, and that's I got, the conundrum of it all. Yeah, um, there's just a lot of logistical, com, you know, complications there, and and on top of that, all right, let's say they all like go to Vegas, right, and that's where they're going to be housed and everything. Um, okay, so you cut down on travel, obviously. Like you, you, you don't have to worry about um, some of the logistics with it, but even then, like I just think that um, I just don't think there's enough time to get it to get into a deep playoff run for any team. I just don't I just don't know that there's time. And I think it's just going to have to be a concession of, well, at least we didn't lose all of our revenue. Right. At least we got some games in. Right. But yeah, I like I don't I don't have high hopes for the season coming back. Um, and I certainly don't think it's going to it's going to come. So uh, anything if the close season to doesn't come to. back. Do we have summer league? Do we have a draft? Do we have an off season? I mean, we'll have a draft. I don't know that anybody will be at it. Right. I think right. it may be like on Zoom or, or Skype or something. But I, yeah, we could have a draft. Um no, there's no need for summer league. Like I, I, I don't even know that if we cancel everything that we're getting the start of next season on time. You know, like I, I, I think well, it could see, go that, that deep the, into the year. That's the thing. I mean, you know, shout out to our producer Rob Lopez who who does tremendous work. 
he lives in New York and he can, you know, I'm from New York. My cousin just tested positive for the coronavirus. He lives in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, this thing is so far gone in New York. And obviously that's an ep- that's one of the epicenters of the world. Yeah. Not to mention this virus. Like how how hard is it going to be to turn this faucet off in New York when most of the population is is so relatively figuratively on top of each other? That's the that's the worry for me that it's really going to take just a long time for this thing to get under control. Yeah, I'm with you. I I think it's going to I think it's going to like everyone keeps the reason like they're not saying, hey, we're shut down for the rest of the year as a society. Right. Is because that will drive panic. But if you're like, hey. We're going to have people back at, you know, into the swing of things by Easter. And then like, actually we're going to push it April 30th. And then don't right. be surprised if, you know what, let's check back in mid-May. Ah, we'll just check back in, in June. Ah, you know what, let's get everyone out there for 4th of July. Well, you know what, we're just going to have to push through July and hope that things come back in August. Like I think we're just going to kick the can down the road as a society for that. Um, and right. I, hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it gets contained by then and we can start getting some progress with healing people and, and containing the virus. But, um, man, it just doesn't sound positive. Yeah, I I agree with you. And, you know, I mean, I think, you know, the the thing that that I don't think people are talking about, I mean, the virus is nasty once it gets a hold of your respiratory system. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it's it's uh, it's really hard to manage, it's really hard to deal with. And, you know, and that's the thing that, you know, even with being quarantined, even with not being able to work, even with not being able to personally play basketball, so many things that you're missing. Um, you know, if you don't have this thing, you and you know, or if you do have this thing and you're not showing symptoms, you're one of the lucky ones um, yeah. because this is not uh, this is not a painless or a, this is not a painless virus. It, it, it causes a lot of pain and a lot of difficulty and a lot of hardship. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, SpongeBob Square Jazz, 12 months from now, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being unlikely, 10 being very likely, how likely is it that Donovan and Rudy are both still on the team? No, I'm going to go a 9. Um, you know, the, the Jazz are not a – the Utah Jazz are not a um, – what's the word that I want to use? Um I'm going to say reactive for lack of lack of a better term. They're, yeah. they're not a, they're not a reactive bunch. And, um, I can guarantee you that the, the jazz, the, there's, there's not nearly as much, um, consternation within the jazz from talking to the jazz, uh, about Rudy and Donovan, uh, that there was, um, publicly, um, now obviously those two have some issues that they need to work through. um, Obviously, there are going to have to be some conversations uh, that happen whenever we do get back to basketball. Um, but you know, from the ja- from the from the Jazz's point of view, um, they're not you know willfully uh, willfully getting one of them off the rosters. It's not even a thought. Um, I yeah, so I'm pro- going to go on nine. I'd probably go like closer to a six. I. It's a little weird to me that Donovan still doesn't seem over this thing, you know, this Rudy stuff. Yeah. I don't even know if he publicly needs to address it, but it feels like it feels like that might help things. But the fact that we're still in that place with it, 
Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's a little, I mean, you're better plugged in than I am. So I don't want to, I don't want to fly in the face of what well, you're no, saying. No, see, here's the, here's the thing. I mean, Donovan's not over it and he's, right. and he is upset. Um, but I'm saying just from the jazz's point of view and, and the reason why I say a nine, I mean, you know, the, the decision makers just aren't at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Like it's, it's definitely an issue that needs to be worked through. Donovan is definitely upset. Donovan definitely was upset. Um, you know, but at the same time, I mean, when you get to the front office, when you get to Dennis Lindsay and David Moore and Justin, uh, and, and Justin Zanuck, uh, and Quinn Snyder, you know, they're not at the point where they're not sitting down and like, geez, if we can't get this thing under control, we got to trade one of these guys, you know, they're, you know, they're just not at that point. Um, so, you know, the nine that I, I would say is, you know, I'm holding off the one, which is, you know, Rudy Gobert walks in free agency, something like that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think, you know, the jazz is still, uh, planning on and, and, and hoping to, to have Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert as the, the pillars of their franchise uh, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I think for me, I would be more on the, like, if Donovan doesn't get it over any time, get over it anytime soon, he may have that. And I, he's not necessarily the type to have that, but if they're worried about him long-term with the jazz um, and it seems like not just Donovan, but the whole team, it has, you know, kind of uh, hesitation with Rudy. I could see them trying to get out in front of it. Um, not a totally similar situation, so I don't want to paint it as such, but it kind of kind of how the whole Darren Williams thing shook out, right? They they got to it before right. it became a story. I could see the Jazz getting to this before it becomes more of a story. So the difference between, to me, Rudy and Darren Williams is that um, Rudy is probably more um, valuable to the Jazz than he is to any other franchise in the league. Yeah, I agree with um, that. And, you know, it's a, it's a different league than it was 10 years ago. Um, bigs were a lot more valued uh, 10 years ago, obviously, uh, than they are now. Um, you know, so the question is, let's say the Jazz wanted to trade Rudy Gobert, what could they get from, for him on the market? And they wouldn't be, to me, they wouldn't be able to get close to the value that he holds to yeah, that they put on him, the right? jazz as a franchise. Yeah, right. for sure. But yeah, I, I think it just in terms of chemistry stuff, sometimes you have to make concessions. And again, it might not even be that bad. Obviously the Darren Williams situation was way more um, volatile and disrespectful, but as this thing continues to linger, you just, uh, you never know. Uh, all right, let's get to two more Tony before we go. Uh, we've got uh, name Uden. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, are there any teams you expect to try to build a super team this coming off season, or is everyone biding time until 2021? I can tell you this whole coronavirus thing has completely upended so many plans with, with what's happening moving forward. I would say even in 2021, because we're about to see a huge drop in the salary cap by all this lost revenue, all these games, like we're talking like probably around 20% of the salary cap is coming down. So if, that, if that's the uh, case, yeah, if that's the case, there's no more room and flexibility for a lot of these teams. Like things are going to change dramatically. I don't think we're going to see that uh, kind of pursuit by any team this season anyway. Maybe the Lakers tried to trade for someone, but for the most part, 2021 was the target for a lot of action. Well, 20, number one, 2021 was the target. Uh, number two, nobody had cap space this year anyway. Right. Um, like the Atlanta Hawks had cap space. Um, 
you know, nobody that could put themselves in position for a super team had any cap space. Um, and what's more, um, the teams that, you, you know, the, the teams that you would think would want to put themselves in that kind of position, they already shot their load. Yeah. Um, you know, the Lakers traded for Anthony Davis. Uh, the Clippers signed Kawhi Leonard and traded for, for Paul George. Um, you know, so, you, you know, the teams, there was so much movement last summer and there was so much going on last summer. You know, this, number one, this wasn't a great free agent class anyway. This is a free agent class where a guy could, a, a team could get somebody, uh, a viable role player um, on a mid-level exception. Yeah. Um, something like that, but it wasn't a star moving, uh, free agency, um, in any way, shape or form. The one guy that I thought could move this free agency via trade, which would have been Carl Anthony towns. Well, that's not going to happen because they traded for D'Angelo Russell, who was his best friend. Yeah. And they, they were, um, they were never going to trade him in the next like yeah. three years anyway, right. unless they just got so, like completely bowled over by an offer. Yeah. You know, I mean, and so you think guys that could be discontent, like what if Devin Booker's discontented? Well, he's signed for four years. What if right. Damian Lillard was discontent, had discontent? Well, he signed for the next five years. I mean, so, you know, nobody had any leverage. You know, I just didn't see a lot of movement going this year anyway. Next year, 2021, for sure. But like you said, the salary cap's going to plummet yeah. because of the lost revenue. Uh, this year. So you have to wonder what that has to do with, you know, people like Giannis Antetokounmpo and his uh, perspective free agency and people like Rudy Gobert, yeah. you know, and, and his perspective free agency, because Rudy Gobert could have been like, well, guess what? I'm, you know, if you don't want to pay me the Supermax jazz, I can go find somebody to, to pay me, you know, more than what you're offering. Well, how much is Rudy Gobert going to command on, on the open market right now. Yeah. And there's um, just not going to be cap space to get it. Not that there's not going to be cap space. Yeah. Um, all right. One last one. This one's from Spence check He says, Zach, please discuss Tony's <laughs> aggressively offensive use of duck lips in his selfies. As of late, I'll hang up and listen. But first, Tony, before we get to the <laughs> duck lips, you took a picture recently and it's, you know, no, I haven't seen you in a while, but I noticed a goatee that I didn't previously, uh, notice. Uh, is this a tribute to Clay Thompson? What's happening with the goatee? What did you think of the goatee? Um, it's it's manicured very nicely. It just seems a little out of place in 2020, in my mind. No goatees in 2020. Is, I don't think I don't think a 2020 goatee. I think it's like cargo shorts. Like I just don't think they're allowed anymore. I don't know. Now jorts may have come back at some point, so maybe goatees will come back soon. And who knows? Like this is a lawless time with this pandemic and self isolation. I can't even imagine the facial hair dis- decisions that are being done right now, right? Because you don't have to go I, see anybody. Listen. I, 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 I've been quarantined for two of the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can't, you know, I'm by and large, I can't go outside of the house. You know, I figured like, Hey, you know, why don't I just grow a goatee while I keep it, while I keep it manicured, keep it fresh, you know, see, see how it works. Now, as for the use of duck lips, I'm going to have to answer all of you guys and all of Twitter. I am a black man. Okay. Mm-hmm. As an African-American male, we have full lips. 
So those are not duck lips. Those are just actually my lips. <laughs> That's how my lips look when I don't smile. Hold on, I'm gonna so, go. I'm gonna go to this profile. But hold on, I'm gonna go to this pic. I'll, I'll decide whether or not this theory. <laughs> that honestly, Tony, a part of me thinks you're just using it trying to make people uncomfortable. They're pushed out a little bit. I gotta say, the the Tony, that's not your normal face. I'm 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 going to stick by my story, and I'm going to say you're going to trust your sources full- on this one, huh? I'm just going to say that I have full lips. Well, and, uh, sure. and by and large, sure. if I don't smile, uh-huh. that's how my lips look. Now, the lips could look a little pushed out because of the goatee. Oh, you blame the remember. goatee? Now, remember, I didn't have, like, when I don't have any facial hair, you know, the lips look a little different. But, you know, now that I had the goatee, you know, the lips kind of looked a little pu- pushed out because, you know, the goatee is is, is well manicured and all that yeah. stuff. I, I've, I've had a whole bunch of people call me uh, and, and say and, and tell me that I should shave the goatee. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I've had like five people call me and tell me that the goatee looks good. OK, so so the next one to call makes the decision, huh? We got a, we got a uh, tiebreaker coming up. Um, I'm just here's saying. what I would say, Tony. You know that you know I respect you. You know you're you're my guy. Uh, I think you're one of the best journalists there are in the NBA. Um, I respect your work. At the same time, uh, I think this is the least amount of journalistic integrity I've ever heard in trying to explain this uh, this duck lip <laughs> situation. First, you said first you said it's because of your race. Then you said it's because of the framing of the from the goatee. Um, <laughs> I, I don't buy any of it, and I think it would be great if you had a chance to respond. But that's all the time we have for this episode of Game Notes. Thanks for subscribing. Subscribe to The Athletic. we got 90-day free trials right now. For Tony Jones, his goatee, and his duck lips, I'm Zach Harper. Thanks for listening to Game Notes. Game Notes.